I think life is really made up of a series of small steps and that when we can embrace this focus, both for our business and our wider lives, we will feel better. We will feel calmer. We will feel more accomplished and we will feel far less overwhelmed. Listen in to find out why in this week's episode of the Self-Sabotage Do Success podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back to this month's episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. As ever, it's absolutely amazing to have you here. I've had a few milestones since last month's recording and I went past 20,000 downloads, which was amazing. And especially because I'm only releasing monthly episodes now, it's wonderful to know that everyone is still coming back, listening in. I am always so grateful for that, especially those of you who've been here since the beginning back in September 2020, which already feels like such a long time ago in this crazy 2020s decade life. But also it's amazing because I know and I can see from the stats that people are coming in and binging on the archives, which I absolutely love. One of my aims when creating this podcast was to really create an ongoing resource where people can discover it and the messages hopefully are timeless, (laughs) even though there's sometimes some references to what's going on in the world at the time, but that they could then dip in, find an episode that really spoke to them about their particular mindset struggle and take away the insights, learn something new and hopefully feel supported whilst uh, doing that. So welcome to anybody who is here for the first time and who is about to trawl through the archives or maybe you've been listening through this week and now the monthly episode has dropped so you're, you're getting onto some really fresh content but you are very, very welcome here. And in terms of today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something I call small steps focus. Now, small steps focus, as the episode title suggested, really is your your best friend as a purpose-led business owner. And in today's episode, I'm going to be unpicking what I mean by small steps and a small steps focus, why I love this approach, this lens to view the world through, how I use it myself and how I've created a business really that is made up of small steps and what small steps argues against, what it kind of throws stones at in the world, what it says, no, I reject another way of being and I I go for the small steps focus. So I'll explain what I mean about that in a moment. Before we dig into this topic in detail, I want to remind you that if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, or you've joined more recently, but you're interested in pushing past your own self-sabotage and getting you to that state of progressive mindset that helps you where you're championing yourself and you're really reaching those goals to your optimum potential, then do remember to click the link in the show notes so that we can chat about working together. That is if you are a purpose-led business owner, and I know that's the vast majority of my listeners for this podcast. 
Also, if you're listening in and you are a people manager, a talent manager, a talent director, a chief executive officer, and you're interested in my corporate coaching packages, please drop me an email and we can have an exploratory phone call about how I might work with your organization to help you specifically retain and develop your female staff. This is something that I am doing a lot of at the moment and finding incredibly powerful work. The talent, the female talent that I'm working with is phenomenal. And at a time when I don't know if you've been on LinkedIn recently or you've read any of the press around burnout in the office. I have to do a whole other episode around that. But women are really struggling at the moment. There's a real hangover from what has been going on for the last couple of years and how supported or sadly not so supported many females, uh, female talent feels within their workplace. So I'm working a lot at the moment to redress that balance, to support and empower females, whether they are purpose-led business owners or talent within an organization. My end goal is always the same, that you are left feeling emboldened, feeling empowered and feeling like you can be that voice we need to hear in the world right now. Because as everyone can see, the world is not an easy place. We really need those thoughtful people who might grapple with some of those mindset gremlins because often those are the leaders who have the empathy, who have the skills, who have the self-awareness and also the empathy and compassion for others that we really need more of right now. So if you're interested in that, you'll find the link in the show notes or you can email me lucy at lucyorton.com. So on to today's topic, and I want to start with a funny anecdote, which is about real small steps, as in physical, as in steps, <laughs> stairs, which are on the small side. And you might think, okay, this sounds strange. We thought this was going to be a metaphor for something more mindset related. But when I moved with my family to Southeast Asia, as I did coming up to 10 months ago, something like that, nine months ago, I noticed something and I don't know if it was in my quarantine hotel, jet lagged, adult brain phase, but I noticed there were a lot of small steps. <laughs> there were a lot of things I was tripping over that I wasn't expecting. Between doors, there would be uh, an unexpected change of level. And I don't mean a proper change of level, but just a very small change of level that I wouldn't have been used to in the UK. That just felt a little bit different, unusual, possibly alien to me as a new person in this new country and new continent, and especially having come out of 18 months of pandemic at the time. And I remember when I was thinking about this and pondering why there were so many small steps, and I still see them today in the country that I'm in. It's definitely something which is a feature of architecture or internal and external design here, whether that's in a house, whether that's in an office, whether that's in a um, public space. It's not everywhere, but I definitely still notice it sometimes. And it really tickled me because I thought this is such a metaphor for making those giant leaps, which actually 
when it boils down to it, are just a series of small steps. Small steps that we have to learn how to climb up. We have to learn how to maybe anticipate the difficulties that might come along with those leaps and those progressions that we're trying to make. And realizing as well that life is a challenge. Life has so many parts to it, but we don't often physically see ourselves doing a huge, huge leap. So what do I mean when I talk about this small steps focus, when I move more onto this metaphorical way of referring to small steps rather than the physical steps that I might or might not have tripped up on several times? Um, Well, it's all about reframing. And it's about reframing both the good and also the difficult. And it's about really thinking about goals and ideas and plans that we want to make as not a huge overbearing task that we can't quite get started. And you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, that procrastination is one of my main subjects of of interest. And procrastination is exactly that. It's about seeing that task as this huge mountain and often not being able to break it down into small steps. Having something that you just can't see the wood for the trees in terms of how to overcome it and not being able to drill into that to see what the first step forward is. And so I think that one of the connections I see between a small steps focus and a mindset gremlin that we can often be guilty of having, and I know I've been guilty of having in the past, is we can often deify the grandiose. There's almost a myth of grandeur that life needs to be made up of these lightning bolt moments. And whenever I say lightning bolt, I don't know if um, this is true of anyone else around my age, I'm 41. But I always think about the film Four Weddings and a Funeral, the quintessentially British uh, Richard Curtis film. And there is a character whose name escapes me. He's a very bumbling British guy. And he talks about love being this lightning bolt and this moment of um, kind of realisation and being struck by a, a, a stroke of lightning. A stroke of lightning? A streak of lightning? I don't know. Some lightning. And I think... What's interesting there is whether or not you you subscribe to that idea that love is, is like a lightning bolt. There is a sense in society that things need to be big and bold and dramatic. And if they're not, then maybe we should just brush brush them by, especially if they're kind of things that we've achieved, but they're a little on the small side. And I think the small steps focus really brings that into question. It really forces us, and I'll talk a bit more about how we do this, to drill into things in more detail and look at the positives on a small scale and a large scale of all the things that we're doing. So it really interlinks with one of my really favorite topics that I've talked about on the podcast before, which is celebrating the wins. Because when we can break down our journey and we can break down what it is we're working towards into many small wins, we can start to dismantle this myth of grandeur. 
And the problem with the myth of grandeur or always seeking those grandiose moments, those lightning bolts in our lives, is that they do come along so infrequently, even to the world's most hyper successful super achievers, someone like Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or Michelle Obama will have had some incredible lightning bolt moments, some incredible grandeur to celebrate and to think about when they when they reflect back on their lives. But they will also have experienced many, many more small steps, the things that we don't see that aren't interesting enough to fill a newspaper article or even a memoir like The Amazing Becoming by Michelle Obama, she will not have talked about the time when she balanced making a meal for her kids with taking a call that was really crucial that week, with having a cold, with finishing off some other piece of work, some study that was on top of her workload. She just won't include that in her book because there'd be too many of them. And that really is where the beauty lies. You have so many small steps and wins to celebrate that when we can start to recognize them, both before they happen and after they happen, we can really dig into the power of that small steps focus. And I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to, the next time you're working on a goal, think in terms of the small series of steps that you need to take to get to where you want to be. And when you've achieved something or when a week has passed, even a period of time has passed, I also encourage you to look back and connect the dots, see what the small steps were, see what it was that you achieved, even when the week or the month or the year felt like it went by in a blur. It often becomes clear when we reflect and we look back that we have done so very much. So I would definitely tie in that win celebrating with the small steps. And also what I think is really important about small steps and really empowering and really non-overwhelming is that it can really help us break down those negative beliefs we have about wanting to achieve things that just seem too far away. It can really help us connect realism to our dreams and think about the people that have gone before us who seem to have achieved these great things, but at some point they must have started with a blank sheet of paper too. And maybe they had privileges and maybe they had something else that helped them along the way, but we can still get ourselves to the same end position if we want it badly enough and we can persist and break down our goals and our activities into those small component parts. And actually, I just said something then, which I want to now challenge or to challenge myself because I think it's really important. I talked then about an end position or an end game or an end result. And this really could do with reframing too, because I think that feeds into that grandiose narrative, that myth of we need to tick things off a big list that's full of impressive achievements. Actually, I find it really interesting and reassuring to think of life not as a series of end results or as one single end result, certainly not, but actually as an ongoing journey of growth, reflection, experimentation, trying, enjoying and being present. 
And I think when we can walk away from that idea that there is just one end point, it's really, really helpful. It can help remove a lot of the shackles of perfectionism. And I'm just going to talk about that again in a moment. And it can really allow us to make the focus on the job in hand rather than some idealized picture of I will be happy when X happens. I will count myself as successful when I have Y in the bank or when I work with such and such client. So in summary, let me talk now about why I think the small steps focus is a really lovely one for purpose-led entrepreneurs. Well, partly because the evidence is all around us. And I find in mindset work, wherever we can tie our mindset and improving our mindset, helping ourselves and becoming more frequent with our mindset habits, wherever we can tie that to things that we see a lot, we can really help ourselves because it feeds into that confirmation bias. And if we start to seek those small steps, both in terms of where we've gone and where we're going, and start to view our life through a small steps lens, then we will feel like we are able to try out the next thing. We will feel like we have evidence that we have done something powerful in the past. We'll be able to use that approach because there'll be reminders all around us. And we'll think, oh, hey, I remember when I downloaded that piece of tech software that really didn't make any sense to me. And now here I am downloading another piece of tech software. Back when I did it last time, it was part of my small steps. It was part of the plan that I made, the process of starting a podcast. And now I'm doing it again for a different piece of tech. I know that I'm on track for a new goal, a new idea of where I want to go with my business and with my life journey. So that kind of ability to dig into confirmation bias by seeing those small steps all around us is really key. Secondly, digging into a small steps focus offers us a really rich mindset resource in terms of what it can give us. It can help us feel, as I said earlier, less overwhelmed. It can make us have that uptick in happiness that I've talked about before. When we remember things going well in the past, we start to feel those positive emotions. And when we can break down goals in the future, we are far less likely to procrastinate or feel unworthy or that we just don't want to get started because it's too big a mountain to climb. It also directly challenges that grandiose or grandeur mindset. It really does pull apart what matters in life into thinking, hang on, life is about the small steps 99% of the time. So I'm going to notice them. I'm going to challenge myself to do new small steps, to step forward into a new version of who I want to be and what I want to achieve. And I'm going to celebrate those small steps like I celebrate my wins. It can really be that fantastic regular challenge to our mindsets. And finally, it reduces perfectionism. Because if you imagine, you close your eyes and you think about where you want to be and you think about 10 steps that are going to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. And imagine it almost like a board game. If you move forward two steps and on step two, you make a small error, 
you just go back to step one. You don't go back to zero. You've made some progress. If you go along to step seven and suddenly realize, oh, I need to change course. I need to go back to step five. Or actually, I'm going to create a new line on this board game that goes a different angle. Then nothing is lost. It's all been a fantastic learning. Thinking about life like that helps us reduce perfectionism. As long as the game you're not picturing is snakes and ladders and you're going down from whatever it is, number 93 to number six, you know, that's not how it works. Actually, there's always something that you have gained and that has pushed you further along your journey. And we don't have to get things right first time. We don't have to only progress in forward motion. Sometimes we can rewind, sometimes we can go off at tangents, but as long as we are working towards goals which are meaningful and which go along with our integrity, then we are going to reap fantastic rewards. So on that note, I will leave you here for another month. I will be back the first Wednesday of June and I will look forward to chatting with you again. It's been fantastic to create this episode for you. I hope it's been a really useful one and I wish you an awesome May. Enjoy the sunny weather if you're in a part of the world that's starting to get a bit brighter now. If you're in a part of the world like me, enjoy it still being rather hot. (laughs) And if you're with some of my clients in Australia, I really hope that rain is is going to stop soon because I know it's been really perturbing for many of you who are like, this is not what we signed up for. Um, But I will be back hopefully with less weather chat uh, next month. And until then, I am championing your purpose-led business always. And I will speak to you very soon. Bye for now.